Hey everybody, welcome back to The Only Scott. Oh, yeah, no, you're just stuck with me again. Scotty's still sick. Um, he's doing alright, he's getting better, but um, yeah, he still can't, unfortunately, be on the podcast. We're currently arranging sort of um, what the future looks like of us two. Um, don't worry, he'll still be involved, but um, it just might be a little bit different. Um, anyway, to kind of today's topic, uh, which I sort of found out from, I know I was just kind of scrolling through, I think things on Instagram and a few other things, and then uh, the major investment conglomerate company of uh, BlackRock kind of came up to my attention, and um, I'm assuming people listening to this probably already know a bit about who BlackRock are, um, but for those who don't, um, I've just got the just... <laughs> brief of Wikipedia um, in front of me. So BlackRock Inc. is an American multinational investment company based in New York City, founded in 1998. Um, uh, they are the largest asset manager with currently they hold five, um, sorry, um, US uh, $8.59 trillion in assets under their management of December 31st, 2022. Um, and they operate uh, globally with 70 offices in 30 countries and clients in 100 countries. Pretty intense. Um, and then you might be asking, well, Scott, why, uh, why are you talking about this massive conglomerate um, asset in investment company? Um, I'm assuming those who may listen to Joe Rogan, you know, had Patrick Bateman discuss um, sort of talk about a little bit of, uh, about BlackRock and Vanguard and in specifically just how much they own, um, you know, because they are almost a $10 trillion net worth company. Um, if you think about $10 trillion, <laughs> well, I mean, 8.59 as we just saw on as of end of last year, that is technically more than pretty much every country in the world's wealth um and probably obviously apart from the united states and china (laughs) it's like okay well what does this mean is this are are we getting our our tinfoil hats on of this guy is that what's happening um no we're not getting our tinfoil hats on i kind of just wanted to do like a medium deep dive i say medium because you know i just kind of brought up a few different sources of information i could find about BlackRock and trying to understand sort of the puzzle a little bit, if that makes sense, of how, you know, we can understand how these absolutely insanely huge um, companies um, basically control the world and how I think... I think with how, especially sometimes I think of, um, you know, corporations in different industries and who owns what and who makes the decisions, why these decisions are made, understanding these, uh, like I said, huge companies um, kind of makes, you know, the decisions made on world stages or within politics a little bit easier to understand because you realize that a company, for example, like BlackRock, are invested in so many different industries and different companies across the world and you start to learn that, uh, let's just say, 
uh, polit- politicians are not the ones making decisions. Um, it's shareholders. <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, some, I mean, obviously, what I'm kind of getting at is I want to understand this company uh, a little bit more. And that's why I want to talk about them. So, you know, bear with me. I haven't really done too much of this on my podcast um, with these sort of dives. So I'm going to try and do my best. So here we go. So I went on their website just to kind of do a little bit more of a dive. So on their website, they say BlackRock is one of the world's leading providers of investment, adverse, um, adversary and risk management solutions. We are a fiduciary to our clients. I'm terrible at saying that word. Um, we're investing for the future on behalf of our clients, inspiring our employees and supporting our local communities. Um, okay. So their purpose, our purpose is to help more and more people experience financial well-being. Together with our clients, we're contributing to a more equitable and resilient world today and for generations to come. Okay, <laughs> well that's kind of what they say obviously about themselves. I mean, of course they'd say relatively positive things. Just to give you an idea of their holdings and what they own. So their top, I have in front of me, this is from the visualcapitalist.com, and this details um, the top 25 um, equity holdings of the company. So they have 170, this is all USD by the way, Um, so their number one investment is Apple. They have $170.7 billion invested. Um, after that, they are invested in Microsoft with $155 uh, billion. After the, uh, the f- third largest one they have is, hold on, give me a sec. Oh, is Amazon. So $62.8 billion. Um, and then four is um, um, NVIDIA um, with $51 billion. So all of this is kind of online for you to see. Um, you know, I'll just give you the list of the rest um, that are on here as well, um, because <laughs> you'd be surprised with how many uh, pies they have their fingers in, because it is insane how much <laughs> how much they own and how much they, well, not own, but how much, uh, I guess, sway and leverage they have in these industries and in these companies. It is um, insane. It is insane. So hold on. Um, so yeah, after yeah, Apple. So there's also this. Um, the next website I'm on is called um, hedgefellow.com. So this details the top fifty BlackRock holdings. So as I just sort of described, um, you know, um, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Nvidia, um, Alphabet. Um, so they also um, have shares in Tesla, Meta platforms, um, United Health Group, Berkshire. Um, Berkshire, um, Hathaway, Johnson & Johnson, Lily Alien Co., Visa, iShares, Extron Mobile Corp. Ah, oh, isn't that interesting? Um, oil conglomerate. Okay. <laughs> uh, JP Morgan, Broadcom, MasterCard, um, uh, Procter & Gamble, American Co., Home Depot, PepsiCo, Chevron Corp., um, Coca-Cola, um, um, Abiv, Abiv Incorporated, Cisco Systems. Um, the list goes on. You can look that up online if you want to see more of the list. Um, I might put this in the description as well, um, so you guys can have a look at uh, look at these yourselves. Um, pretty crazy stuff. The other thing I wanted to touch on 
why I'm also interested in talking about BlackRock is if you may, you may have listened to the Patrick Bateman, Joe Rogan podcast about the military industrial uh, complex that BlackRock have also invested in. So if I have a look at, sorry, I'm just kind of juggling a few different information sources on my phone. Super professional as always. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, just give me a sec. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Ah, sorry. Before we actually go into that, um, the military, I also want to talk about the investment that BlackRock have on a lot of media. I'm talking mainstream media sources. So get ready for this list. So this is um, uh, from uh, The Common Reader. Um, this is a, uh, the list was created by um, uh, Jeanette uh, Cooperman on uh, in 2021 and yeah get ready for this list so this is how much that they have a share in these different media companies so strap yourself in <clears throat> um 18% of fox 16% of cbs 13% of comcast which owns nbc msnbc cnbc and sky media group 12% of cnn 12% of disney Disney also owns ABC, um, between 10 and 14% of Gannett, which owns more than 250 Gannett daily newspapers plus US Today, 10% of the Sinclair local television news, which controls 72% of US households local TV, um, United States. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, this is insane. Like, just how much leverage they have in terms of everything that you buy and even how you think you know like I, I i for one am pretty tuned out to a lot of mainstream media these days um i live in new zealand um so a lot of these uh you know you know cnn fox news obviously i know what they are but they don't they're not ed um you know that's not really our news as such you know but <laughs> it just goes to show um how much um yeah leverage they have and how much they, they influence um, the common person's thinking. Uh, and obviously, uh, they also can influence what you buy uh, and what the messaging is in the media. And, oh, man, it just gets it gets dirty. It gets very dirty. All right. So, sorry. What I was trying to find before is it was not BlackRock. So, it was the, the, the military... It was the military holding, so, um, right, here we go, sorry. So, this is um, from uh, weaponfreefunds.org, um, so this is the BlackRock Equity Dividend Fund, um, BlackRock uh, slash iShares, so this is uh, details kind of like how much they have um, in terms of shares and equity in the weapons manufacturing and weapons industry. So they have $772.8 million of holdings um, in military weapons. Um, so this data is of the 31st of May, 2023. Okay, so strap yourself in for this. Military weapons, largest international arms manufacturers and military contractors. They have five holdings. They have an investment of, like I said, $772.8 million and a portfolio of 4.24%. Nuclear weapons. Um, manufactures services of nuclear um, 
uh, arm, armaments and delivery systems. They have also $772.8 million invested in that as well. Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, it's called Controversial Weapons. Okay, so manufacturers involved with cluster um, munita- uh, munitations, munitations uh, landmines, white phosphorus, and depleted uranium. So they have $350.98 million invested in that, and two holdings. So the military weapon companies that they're invested in is um, the L3 Harris Technologies, um, Leodos Holdings, uh, um, Ray, F- uh, sorry, um, Ray Fithium Technologies uh, Corporation, Fortive Corp, um, um, BAE Systems. So, like I said, they are invested in so much of the media, uh, all those media corporations and media companies. They are heavily invested in the military uh, weapons, and they are also invested in so much of the technology. To, uh, I'm sorry, um, tech companies and even like con- uh, general consumer goods. I mean, the amount of power and just general. I keep saying the word leverage, but just the general leverage they have across all of this and just the, what they can do to influence just about anything they want. I mean, you think the President of the United States has got power. Um, I don't think so. Um, it's actually, um, his name is Larry, uh, Larry Think. Um, he's the CEO of BlackRock. Mate, he's got more power than on probably... Uh, anybody in uh, U.S. Parliament by reading all these stats. Um, you know, they say money equals power. God damn. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that is just some pretty crazy stuff. The other thing um, that also caught my attention was BlackRock actually have invested a lot into New Zealand recently. They've done a $2 billion investment into our green energy Interesting. So since like 20, uh, I think two years ago, they've, they've been investing and wanting to do more, um, you know, funding in New Zealand. Um, and also the ASB bank, <laughs> ASB, who I've, um, you know, is a big bank here in New Zealand. They also fund them as well. That will not fund them, but they're also a part of, yeah, like one of their shareholders. So this 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 company runs really deep and i think it's important that people understand that unfortunately the decisions that are made and the you know i guess you know like the the decisions made for let's say not just countries but if it's military decisions or if it's about war or if there are things that are, uh, the, you know, decisions being made in the and basically the higher up echelons of society, you can guarantee that BlackRock is involved <laughs> um, because they control so much and they are invested in so much. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to touch on with BlackRock. It's pretty crazy stuff, and it's incredibly. Yeah, it makes you. It makes me. It makes me feel very powerless, and I guess it makes me feel a bit like, what's the word I'm looking for? Nihilistic sometimes. Um, 
look, I mean, a lot of the stuff you can find out online yourself, you know, I'm just, I just find it really fascinating delving deeper into this kind of subject matter. The other um, company as well, that is uh, a big shareholder um, company who owns a lot in, in different, you know, corporations around the world is Vanguard. Um, I might look into that another time. Yeah. Um, something else to, um, we're going to just change the subject a bit here from BlackRock. Um, but I also kind of wanted to touch on something else that I've been thinking about a bit more in New Zealand at the moment. Um, we have our election coming up soon. I don't want this to become like a political podcast, but I really want to mention this is, uh, old Brian Tamaki is, um, as a lot of people know, is running um, the Vision NZ party in New Zealand. For those who are listening who don't know who Brian Tamaki is, he is the cult leader of um, the Destiny Church, of Destiny's Church, who are, have been around in Auckland, well, sorry, in New Zealand for 15 or so years. Um, so, we, yeah, we have a cult leader um, running <laughs> for parliament. Um, he won't get in, obviously, but... Um, yeah, it, it says a lot about, I don't know, once we start talking about freedom and we start talking about what does, you know, people can vote or discuss whatever they want, but when you got a guy who literally said the floods um, were caused by the gays and people watching porn, <laughs> I think you might want to put him in a mental institution. And he's also a cult leader. Um, the guy is not a good person. Let's just put it that way. Um, I could say a lot of things about him, obviously. Um, but it's not very productive. Um, but let, let's just say that he is an evil, uh, selfish, uh, narcissistic cult leader, as they all are. Money-hungry. Only way is his way. Um, extreme, yeah, extreme Christian fundamentalist. Yeah. Nothing to offer. Nothing to help progress society. Um, not to say that politicians do. Obviously, we, I just talked about BlackRock. But we don't need someone like that as a face. Um, yeah. As bad as Labour was in a lot of ways, and they are, um, and you know, we could talk about all the different political parties and we can talk about how great maybe uh, the party you like is and the one I like is. And the ones that people really think are the best to put their vote towards. But to be honest, BlackRock probably own them. <laughs> Sorry, man. BlackRock might have investments in National. They probably do. They probably got investments in Labor as well. I mean, with that massive um, energy investment. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, who knows? Anyway, that's kind of all I really have to touch on today. Um, bit of a shorter podcast today just because those are kind of the only things I really looked into and I want to try and keep this relatively um, you know informative and give you guys some facts and figures and things to run with um, let me know what you think as well I'd really appreciate some feedback on this kind of thing because I do quite like it um, it's quite cool doing this research but it does take me a little bit of time to even do these short little bouts um, of it um, short little investigations. So let me know um, how, well, what you think and sort of have you got any uh, even takes on on sort of, you know, a company like BlackRock or Vanguard or all these other really big, massive um, investment companies who kind of basically control 
all the <laughs> basically control everything. So I'd really appreciate that. Um, thanks for tuning in and uh, hoping to have some more guests coming. I've got a couple of guests in the pipeline I'm organizing some date with, dates with, mainly more music. Um, uh, but we don't just have to do music on here. Happy to have people from all kinds of different backgrounds and all kinds of different industries and different places. I mean, as you can probably um, hear, I'm not the smartest person out here. <laughs> um, I'm just very curious, um, and I like to sort of look into things and try and understand uh, what's happening in terms of you know the way the world is going and why the world is going that way um, and who is taking us in certain directions. Um, that's kind of what I'm interested in, um, but I'm definitely no journalist. I'm no scientist. Um, I'm just a idiot. <laughs> nah, I'm a curious idiot. That's the best way. I'm a curious idiot. I'll put it that way. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Cheers.